Hello and welcome to Arrow Chapter and Verse Season 5, Episode 15. We are still looking at Justice League Unlimited Season 3, this time Episodes 5 and 6, Flash and Substance and Dead Reckoning. And when I say we, I mean, of course, myself, Seth Alcorn, and my co-host, Patrick Murphy Donahai. Hi-ho! <laughs> Silver and neighbors. Away! Yes. Um... <laughs> Sorry, we were just talking about Sandman. I think mm. I might save that for plugs. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, we, we should have had that whole conversation as plugs. Yeah, that would be So good. we will. Yeah, we might. We might. <laughs> we'll do it again. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and, uh, and get some Front Street out of the way. Let's do that. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think it's my turn to go first. I think, Patrick, it, you went first last time. Okay. It is indeed your turn. All right. So uh, Flash and Substance. Now, Flash and Substance, I really like. Uh, there's a scene in it that's really great. There's a lot of references that are pretty cool. And um, I I enjoy, uh, I, I just enjoy this episode. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and give it an A. I, I just really enjoy Flash and Substance. Um, Dead Reckoning, I don't like as much. Now, there is a lot uh, to like in it. Uh, there's some stuff that I, I was like, ah, I don't know about this um some of it is from the uh, the comics some of it is not but i'm gonna go ahead it's still enjoyable i'm gonna give it a b plus okay um i 100 agree uh flash and substance i loved it uh i gave it a strong a um and it's funny there is a particular scene that i Truly, truly. Enjoy- we did not watch these together. We so. didn't. We, we've we actually sort of stopped doing that because it's been tough to do it. Um, mm-hmm. But then we we do watch. Of course, we watch these. And then we we come talk to you. Listener. <laughs> yes. Listeners. Listener. Oh, like, yes. OK. We've got more than one. Maybe. Yes. Um, But yeah, I'm wondering if the scene that I love is the same scene that you love. And we'll, we'll find wait. We'll, yeah. find out. we'll find out. We'll find out. And then. um, Uh. Uh oh, oh gosh, what was the name of the second episode? Uh Dead, Dead Reckoning. Dead Reckoning. I kept wanting to say death and reckoning, but dead reckoning. Yeah. Um yeah, I didn't enjoy as much. I thought it was good and I thought it is moving the main story arc. Yeah. Um so yeah, B plus is is yeah, is adequate. It yeah, that that's, that that's accurate. Yeah. enjoyable but not you're not going to put it in your like top five jlu episodes or even top 10 exactly although there was one line that cracked me up so Uh, hard and we'll talk about that too and we'll talk about that too all right uh so flash and substance we actually start out in a in a villain's bar Mm -hmm. uh and this is this is fun because this bar or something like it exists in the Giffen to Maddie's era of the Justice League, where it is called the Dark Side. And oh, okay. One of the jokes in one of the comics is, "Well, why would Orion ever come here?" The the Dark Side. The Dark Side. Because oh. right. Okay. Um. <laughs> but let me just uh do a quick rundown of who we see. Um. All right. Uh, we see in the villain bar, Abracadabra, Dr. Alchemy, Fiddler, Mr. Element, Pied Piper, Thinker, The Top, Turtle Man, and Weather Wizard. Uh, 
there's also some other people that we oh there's just uh uh other other characters that we see that are just characters about town um but yeah so it's it's again like they're doing i i have to think that with both this and the next episode where they do the big villain splash stuff they were just like all right who the fuck can we put in here <laughs> name, name somebody we'll throw them in it's gonna be fine um uh, I I want to say the the one thing that they pointed out that was interesting was uh, Doctor Alchemy and Mister Element are actually the same person. Uh, they they are different personalities of the same guy. So it's interesting that they are sitting together in a boat. Uh, okay, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but we focus we focus in on um, we focus in on Mirror Master. The trickster and bowl on it, Len Snart, old Captain Cold himself, uh, sitting there complaining about like the kind of jobs they have to pull and and what's going wrong and all this and all that. And uh, then uh, Captain Boomerang comes and joins them because apparently he's done enough work with Suicide Squad to get out of jail for early. And, uh, you know, they they continue to chat and uh, they start complaining. And one of my favorite things is Mirror Master goes, uh, <laughs> oh, Mirror Master goes, we're the we're the hardest men in Central City. And the waitress is like, what do you want? And then in in order, I think Trickster orders Cherry Coke. No, no. Captain Boomerang orders an Arnold Palmer. Trickster yeah. orders Cherry Coke. Uh, uh, Mirror Master orders a decaf soy latte and Captain Cold orders milk. Yeah. And then she leaves and he goes, we're the hardest men in Central City. <laughs> but and, and it's mentioned that uh, uh, he orders milk because his ulcer is his ulcer up. is flaring up. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So. Uh yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, and, you know, and you know what we all have in common? Bilateral symmetry. <laughs> bilateral symmetry. Yeah, Trickster. The whole thing about Trickster is he's a little bit off. Mm -hmm. uh, and he is voiced by Mark Hamill, and uh, and is drawn to look like Mark. A Hamill. little bit like Mark Hamill. Yeah. 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 Um. And they realize that their problem is the Flash. Like. Yeah. He is their problem, and if they can only eliminate the Flash, perhaps at the Flash Museum opening, then, then they can enjoy the fruits of their criminal labors. So they decide that they're going to kill the Flash. And then we cut to Wally West, who is apparently has apparently taken Barry Allen's job as a forensic scientist. I will say his supervisor looks a little bit like Barry Allen, a little bit but he's he's the he they do some forensic thing and it's like a little csi moment yeah uh, and then he's like i gotta take a half day and he goes into uh like a, a closet or a closet a, yeah. a storage room and he's like uh table for one and they beam him up to the watchtower where he's and batman's like flash what are you doing here and flash is like well, you know, they're opening the Flash Museum, and if it were up to me, we'd all have a museum. You know, it would be the Justice League Museum, but I think you all deserve credit. But anyway, they're opening, and I just wanted to see if, you know, my uncle's going to be there, and, <laughs> and it's, yeah, if someone, someone else It'd is going to really, be there. It'd be really great if one of the original seven, old Celegy Sevens could show up. Yeah. 
Hint, hint. And, and then Batman's like, what time? And Flash is like, really? It's going to be at six o'clock. All right, Bats, this is going to be great. You're a stand-up guy. <laughs> and I'm, I, and nobody, <laughs> nobody should call you a, a weirdo loner. Yeah. <laughs> and Bats just looks at him and Flash is like, all right, I, I got to go. And then Orion, who's been kicking back, holding up a wall, you know what I mean? He's leaning back against the wall. He's like, uh, why would you... <laughs> Why would anybody take that buffoon seriously? I'm not going to his uh, <laughs> his museum opening. And then Batman turns around and just narrows his eyes. And Orion takes a beat and is like, "Is it? it's not black tie. It's it? not black tie, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and then we get Flash running to Central City. And and sort of the whole point of this episode is not only is Flash a hero, but he knows everyone in Central City and will not hesitate to do them favors. Like, he's going to paint somebody's fence. Like, he's just like, hey, everybody, it's me, the Flash. And they're like, hey, Flash. He's he's like Norm in Cheers. Yeah, he's not only a superhero. He's not only a friendly friend. He's a super friend. Not only is a super friendly superhero, yeah. he's also super accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he'll he'll talk to anybody. He knows what's going on. Um, and that's why they're building a museum because they actually do love the flash. He's just, he's their guy. Correct. Um so he as he's uh, running through the city, he hears a child screaming for yeah. help. Yes. And he goes and there's this abandoned storefront and he goes in and she's crying behind a counter it's a roller disco it's a roller disco i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, but uh uh-oh she's a hologram and then the disco ball starts to descend and then mirror master appears and the disco ball is shooting lasers at the flash uh and he is he is outrunning them and then he gets caught and then Mirror Master thinks he's going to kill the Flash, and the Flash doesn't get up. It's it's basically a fight with lasers, and he eventually wins by uh, bringing down the disco ball. Yes. Um. Yeah. It basically just the Mirror Master failed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Flash goes to his uh, uh, what you call it? He go he goes to he's getting the key to the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes to get the uh the key to the city, and he gives a speech, which is basically like, "Hey, everybody, I love you. I hope I can still make you proud. You're a great crowd. Knock yourselves out." I mean, that's and that's pretty much it. And then he's you know going down, glad handing everybody in the crowd, "Hi, how are you? Nice, you know, nice yeah. slacks like this." And then a, a flight of boomerangs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know what, what else to call them, but a flight of boomerangs. I was going to go with a bunch of boomerangs. All right, there we go. Just boomerangs. Just Many for, boomerangs. Just for the alliteration. There we are. Uh, head toward the crowd. Flash gets everybody out of the way, and he's got a thing where he catches all of them and throws them, but then they come back, and then he he does his little tornado thing, and they all go blow up. And then he's like, well, that's okay. And then a huge freaking boomerang, like a small flying wing, just hits him and then clamps him to the boomerang and kept boomerangs like had a flash it's me uh anti-semitic uh uh misogynist mel gibson's brother and then <laughs> who who voices him uh no it's it's uh it's literally mel gibson's brother it's it donald gibson 
Oh um, my god. Oh, by the way, I need to point out who's voicing Mirror Master. Uh Alexis Denisov. Really? Yes. Whom you might know from uh Angel or uh Buffy. Uh, <laughs> or Buffy or Midsummer Night's Dream. Unfortunately, of course, as we know, all directed by a uh, terrible person, Joss Whedon. Yes. Yes. Like, and if you're like, but why is he a terrible person? Look, I saw Dollhouse. I watched Dollhouse and that shit gave me the creeps. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't really feel comfortable with what they're doing here, but they, they because did. she had amnesia and was no, because they were uh... all like, we've done this and they're all who is. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody everybody was a sex worker, but they were yeah. your perfect sex worker. You know, they could program them to be anything you wanted. And it's like, right. it's... Okay. They, were they also spies? I mean, they might have been spies. There might have been some of that, too. Uh, and there was a whole thing with something happening in the future, and Felicia Day was there, but I never watched season two of Dollhouse. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, no, I'm um, not saying it wasn't creepy. I'm just yeah. trying. I was just trying to remember the show. Yeah. Uh, Lex Lang is Captain Cold. We've talked about him before. Uh, he's a big voice actor, does a lot of stuff. Um, he's apparently uh, on the Doom Patrol a lot as uh, the candle maker. I don't know oh. what that means, but yeah. Um, so. So there's that. Uh, let's see. Um and we'll we'll get to uh oh Orion is Ron Perlman. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So so that's good. Uh I'm looking at the the one person I'm not sure of that we we haven't really had before. Oh, okay. This is all right, yeah. Um uh the there's a, a woman named Lani Alani Manella plays the mayor, the waitress Mar- Marla and Margie. Uh, and I just looked at her credits, and she's got voice acting stuff that's as long as your arm. Okay. Yeah. So she's she's definitely been working, but um. So. Flash basically defeats the boomerang on his own. Uh, Batman and Orion show up, and they're like, "Hey, man!" And he's like, "Hey." You're tied to a very large boomerang. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, and he gets out of the boomerang. And he's like, oh, I need to go change uh, before before the me- uh, museum opening. And then I think they cut back to the villains on a rooftop. Um, e- yes. Yeah. And Cat Boomerang's like, that cost me a fortune. Uh, and... Uh-huh. Basically, they have a big discussion about how it's not working, and Trickster's like, "All right, it's I need four hundred pieces of plastic, fake dog vomit, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna grease his shoes. He's gonna slide into the do- he's gonna slide into a wall of spikes. He's gonna be covered in fake dog vomit, and then everything explodes." <laughs> and the other villains are like, "Yeah, no, we're not gonna do that. We're we're just gonna." attack him all together. He's like, fine. I never liked you anyway. They, apparently they didn't have a, like a flying scooter for him. Right. So they all leave and he stays on the roof and that's it. And we, uh, we Odd, cut to oddly enough. I bet that's the plan that would have worked. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, and uh, we cut to Flash's apartment. Orion is less than impressed by it. 
um well it also once they leave on their scooters um we hear uh trickster say i quit nobody gets me you know so he he quits the team officially i guess yeah yeah he yeah he quits the team <laughs> i feel that's important. <laughs> yeah that's all i went to say he just yeah. quit you he know? just quit um so uh right so, so we're back in we're in flash's apartment we're in flash's apartment Orion, Orion is not it well it's kind of sparse it's there's a tre- of, there's there's a treadmill a TV uh a, a light speed uh energy bar standy yeah and uh, I, maybe a bit yeah and so he uh Orion triggers the light speed standy and it starts to talk and he beats the crap out of it. And Flash is like, that was my last one. Uh, and then he gets a bunch of those rings that he's got his costume in. So he goes and changes into a better costume. Um, and. That's is like, you need to take this more seriously or something. Yeah. And he's like, well, uh, <laughs> uh, Batman is like, uh, these people seem to, uh, there are four villains who have gone off like off the record or whatever they're uh, off the radar and he it's of course the four who are going to kill flash and flash is like nah, i know where they hang out it's a bar <laughs> and, and Ryan, go- oh go ahead <laughs> i was gonna say ryan batman and flash walk into a bar <laughs> all the villains look at them and then just pile out except for trickster who's sitting at a bar muttering to himself and patrick i don't know if this is the scene that you love but it's the scene i love this is absolutely the scene i love <laughs> because yeah. flash just talks trickster down yeah he's he's like james you're off your meds again and you know trickster's like but yeah i mean i'll take him if i get to feel depressed and he's like james you know that not that's not how it works yeah and in just in that in those few lines, I mean, it's really said something about, you know, people. Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and his compassion and his level, like you say, and just the knowledge he has, not only of the citizens, but even his 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 villains, the yeah. people he fights. Like Trickster is having some sort of essentially psychotic episode. Like he doesn't even know he's in costume. And he's like, look, and Flash is like, look. You go and turn yourself in. I'll visit you. We'll play darts. The soft kind. And then they're leaving and Orion's about, what about your phone? And Flash is like, yeah, James, when you're done with the drink, go turn yourself in. And Trickster hoists his glass and goes, got me again, Flash. And then (laughs) we assume goes to turn himself in. I have no doubt that he did. (laughs) Uh, So then we cut to Linda Park, who is a reporter on the scene Uh, And if there's one thing that we need to know about Linda Park, it's that she's hot for Flash. Oh, yeah. Um, She is voiced by Kim, my guest, who we've talked about earlier. Uh, And this is uh, from the comics because Linda Park eventually becomes Wally West's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, So she is the Iris. She uh, she is the Iris to his berry. To his berry. Yes. Um, Right. So... Uh, they, uh, she goes to interview him. There's some problems. She tries to slip him her number. It doesn't. It doesn't quite work. He's just signing a bunch of autographs. 
Uh, and then, you know, Batman and Orion are like, nobody can get in. Batman's like, I personally removed every mirror from the museum until didn't Linda he say reflective surface reflective surface from the museum Which and Orion's I like they'd be fools to try to come through us and then Linda so, opens her compact so hold on before yeah. that though um when he said that I was like did you because <laughs> as they flew like as we as the scene started we got a overhead shot of the building yeah and it it's drawn with skylights all the way around it. Ah, uh, yeah, that uh, skylights would, in some cases, be reflective. Yeah, any glass, you know, glass is reflective, and yeah. it doesn't just have to be a straight up mirror. Now, had he said mirrored surfaces, then yes, I would, I would say, okay, Batman, yes, you did possibly do that, but but this thing is chock full of windows. It's chock full of windows. Now, I don't, I don't like. I don't know if this particular mirror master can come through like just any reflective surface, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it had to anyway, yeah. maybe it had to be a mirror. Yeah. It's it's, he's got some weird thing with like, I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> he's got some weird thing with mirrors. I'm not going to look up mirror masters powers now. No. Um, Cause there's been different ones and I wish this had been the Scottish one, but it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and she opens her compact and then Mirror Master, Captain Cold and Captain Boomerang all pop out of the compact and start causing havoc. Batman and Orion hear it and come inside. And there's a big fight where Orion can't seem to get to grips with the people, uh, the foes, the rogues gallery. Batman is doing his Batman thing, but mostly that means dodging their traps and such. Mm -hmm. Um, Linda, Linda gets herself stuck in a mirror. Flash goes after her, and they're in this weird mirror dimension. Um, and they're trying to. He picks her up, and he's like, "Can I pick you up?" And she's like, "Absolutely." <laughs> not not like that, but that's pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> uh, so they start running through mirrors and trying to find a way home. And eventually, what happens is Batman is running from all three villains to try to get himself to a place where he can, you know, do something tactically. Uh, uh, Orion, I think, is covered in ice, and they get uh, Captain Cold gets Batman's foot, so he stumbles and he falls, and then he shoots a flare, and it like banks off something and heads into a mirror. And I think mirror masters like you missed and batman just makes a little face right. and they all come to get him and then we cut to the mirror dimension where the flare comes through and while it's like that's the one <laughs> well uh, linda sees it first linda sees it first so they run through he drops linda off uh and basically just goes to you know get Orion out of the ice, get Batman free. They beat the crap out. They beat the stuffing out of the villains. I will say there is one uh, funny part where uh, Flash gets knocked up against the Turtle Man statue and then Captain Boomerang throws a boomerang at it and destroys it. And Flash is like, Boomer, not the <laughs> Turtle Man display. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they're, you know, they're defeated and they all go out and uh, Linda Park is very like, She's like, Flash, you're our hero. You're our hope. And he's like, just do my job. It's okay, everybody. Don't you worry about it. Finger guns. Finger guns. And Orion is like, now I understand. 
you play the fool to hide a warrior's pain. And Flash is like, hey, look, the bad guys got captured. Nobody got hurt. I call that a pretty good day. And that's pretty much it. That's the yeah. end of that episode. Um, <laughs> The Flash Museum is not just the inside is destroyed, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, but the statue still stands. There's a huge. I did also like um, the way that Mirror Master was foiled was by he's uh, trying to escape by jumping into one of his mirrors. Oh, and yeah. Batman shatters it. So he's trapped in he's the like, shards. Ah! Ah! And they're sweeping up. I was like, did you get every shard? I, feel <laughs> I want an attorney. I know my rights. <laughs> So I appreciated that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, And uh, then we move on to Dead Reckoning, which starts at Nanda Parbat. Now, this is what we have to discuss, because Nanda Parbat is a part of the Dead Man mythology. Uh, Supposedly, he was preserved by a deity called Ramakushna. Um, And uh, in the DC universe... She is the goddess presiding over karma and balance and stuff like that. I don't think she's an actual Indian deity, but I don't know enough about Hinduism to say that for sure. Um, and there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of monks. It's, you know, uh, Nanda Parbat's kind of like Shangri-La or, or something like that. Uh, and there's a bunch of monks doing their thing. And... So the problem with this is that we run into a little bit of exoticism, uh, a little bit of Orientalism, and I use that word advisedly, advisedly, Mm -hmm. and a little bit of the whole white savior thing. It's like, well, why did Ramakrishna, an Indian goddess, uh, choose this guy who's got nothing to do with Hinduism um, and is certainly not from India? Why did she choose him to be dead man? And then, of course, there's the fact that she's Ramakrishna and she's an Indian goddess. And yet the monks are all presented as East Asian. Yes. Yes. So it's it's maybe not great. Uh, I, I will say I think in general DC has gotten better about it because uh, Dead Man seems to be less a white savior and more a white buffoon is the wrong word, but definitely intern. Yeah, like he he doesn't know what he's doing and he keeps screwing up and they're like, oh, dead man. You did it again. Like even in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now, Nanda Parbat. Yeah. Flashing (laughs) back to our earlier episodes is also featured in the Arrow. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I believe they talk about it. They go to Nanda. Least. They go to Nanda Parbat. They go to Nanda Parbat. Yeah, or um, he's, or at least he spent some time in Nanda Parbat. Yeah. Uh, between With... between the island, yes, and because Star City, Star City, or Starling City. Yeah. What was the name of the island that he was on? It's been so long. <laughs> Hang on a second. Uh, uh, <laughs> we should know this. There was we, so much time we were hating. We that they well, were I mean, we all they, we know, of course, that Prometheus blew it up. 
Right. Because hey. they even went back. Yeah. And Lian Yu. Lian Yu. Yeah. Wow. There we are. Okay. That's a blast from two years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Season five of The Arrow still scars me. Yes. Which is why we stopped watching season six and season four of The Flash and all of the other things we stopped watching. They the question I ask so every episode, will we get back to them? I think we will. I think we will, but only when we can have Dan on. <laughs> Shots fired, Dan. Dan Shots fired. on the run. <laughs> Dan. Oh. <laughs> um. So back to this temple. Back to this temple. Uh. So... Dead man's like, hey, what am I still doing here? I uh, avenged my own death. And the head monk, who I believe he's not that he's not quite that bad. Uh, almost <laughs> not far off <laughs> because it was quite jarring when he spoke. <laughs> it was like, that is a choice. That is a that is a big choice. Hey, yo, and his name's Boston Brand. So shouldn't he be? Aren't you a knock? Yeah, <laughs> like you can't park here. <laughs> uh, Sully. Anyway, <laughs> eighteen guys turn around. Yo, oh, yo. Uh, um, who's voicing? Oh Dead yes, Man? I I should get to that. I should get to who's voicing uh, Deadman. Uh, Raphael Sabarge. That name sounds familiar. Uh, I can't because Dead Man's been on an episode of something before, I think. And you're like, I don't know Raphael Sabarge. And I'm like, oh, yes, you do. Yeah. He, he is a that guy. Okay. He has been on so many things. Uh, he's been in TV. He's been in games. He's he's done like he's done a bunch of stuff. It looks like he's uh he shows up as the bad guy in a lot of things you know like one episode arcs kind of thing but yeah he's been in stuff oh yeah yeah that right exactly. oh that god guy. this he, guy he was on the young and the restless for a while he was in uh prison break he was <gasps> on once upon oh. a time he yeah. was uh jiminy was, cricket yeah yeah uh he was on 24 and it's like oh. <laughs> Don't you recognize Raphael Sparge? Mick. Mick. <laughs> uh yeah. So uh, I, I want to he's got credits. He's got credits going all the way back to 1983. Yeah. 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 He's he's been around. Yeah, he has he has done stuff and you have seen him in something. And um, the and the master is uh, yes, the master is, huh? They they credit a guy named Sab Shimono with monk. Um, they do not credit the master. Okay. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, now. So yeah, so Dead Man is like, why am I still here? I solved the case of my own death. And the master's like, oh, but maybe it is not your death you have to solve. It is mine. <laughs> he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Lex Luthor, uh, Rampage, Atomic Skull. Uh, the Sorceress? Tala. Jeez, uh, uh, Killer Manta. The must. 
muscular woman. That's she, Rampage. That's, that's Rampage. Rampage. Yeah, you yeah. mentioned Rampage. Yeah, Rampage, yeah. Devil they, Ray. There Devil we go. Ray. Devil. They Ray. all and Bizarro. Yeah, they all come and a horde of Hinch all come through what I like to call the taco portal. The taco portal. There we go. Because it looked like a taco. Uh, it was not as delicious as a taco. No, no, no. Um, so. They show up, uh, you know, there's some guy who's like, you can't come in. Devil Ray shoots him and they go in and there's a big fight between uh, the monks and uh, the supervillains. And the monks are putting up a pretty good fight, but the supervillains are winning. Uh, the master comes out and is like, no, you you shall not pass. And Devil Ray is like, what if I shoot you with these tiny pitchforks? Well, and oh, but I, I do want to say, though, the yeah. first the first monk that they encounter inside the temple is a child or the size of a child yeah like uh last airbender size yeah Yeah, (laughs) very much and he's like this humble one says you know which um which i thought was interesting it was pretty cool and then they like you said the they all just start kicking ass yeah um and uh, so the master comes out to stop him from going somewhere. Devil Ray tries to shoot him and he just whirls his staff around and catches all the little tiny pitchfork things. And then somebody breaks the uh, portico above him and rocks fall and he he dies sort of. And Lex Luthor and everybody goes in and gets the heart of Nanda Parbat, which is this, you know, sphere uh, that ends up containing the souls of everybody in Nanda Parbat. And just before they leave, because Tala basically just like teleports them all out of there, uh, Boston Brand goes up to the master. He's like, Master, what, what, what's what's this happening? What should I do here? And the master's like, do not worry, Boston Brand. Uh, this is I'm an I'm a wise. Uh, wise Kung Fu monk. This is a bit of a bit of a cliche, but, uh, you know, you just do your thing. And Boston Brand's like, what's? And um, do we see Ramakrishna then? Is that when she shows up? Um, I believe so. Yeah. And uh, he's like, there's you are showing up too late to help. And Ramakrishna's like, they're not dead, you idiot. <laughs> and he's like, there's in a coma. And she's like, yes, whatever you want. They're not dead. Now, as to the politics of giving a Hindu deity a British accent. Well, she's being voiced by Juliet Landau, who also does Talon. We know her, of course, is Drusilla from Buffy and Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's good she didn't do uh, an Indian accent. Correct. But considering the relationship Britain has to India, it is not unlike, if I may, an episode where i don't know let's say some of the celtic gods appear and one of them's like yes that's right i'm nuada i'm the king of the sun and actually <laughs> lou is hello yes how are you and it's like no 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 <laughs> you should not have that dialect you should not now i'm sure there were a bunch of indian voice actresses they could have gotten they didn't a bad choice um so I have to being, if I'm being honest, yes, I did not clock a British accent 
for um, Ramakrishna. Really? Yeah. I just, it just sounded a little posh to me, but, and kind of soft, like here. And I, you know, it, so it was very subtle if, if, on my opinion, because I, I did, I did not, like I say, yeah, I, I didn't hear it as British. Interesting. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I think, I think I, I heard British and I thought it was bad choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and, um, <clears throat> plus also Juliet Landau. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of her Drusilla voice. Drusilla was British. Was British. Yeah. But it just may so maybe. Maybe it was like a softer version of that. But it was it was more uh received pronunciation. Mm-hmm. More more high it was Tony. Yeah. It was high tone. Okay. Uh, um Oh, and, by the way, yes, uh, slightly yes. different. Uh because I was what like Are we I thought no, 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 no. Okay. Um, just speaking of voices, I thought Rampage was voiced by CCH Pounder, but it's it wasn't. It's apparently Susan Eisenberg. She did Wonder Woman, Princess Diana, Rampage, Child Monk. You yeah, know, all in this episode. So. Yeah. Uh, well, Wonder Woman and Princess Diana, same person. Yeah, mean. same person. They. Um, it's a little confusing because they include. Uh, secret identity and we're like oh well yeah. um, okay but they didn't show up in the episode it was only yeah. batman or it was only wonder woman yeah in this episode but yeah so that i just found that interesting i was like i could have sworn that was cch powder but twasn't twas but susan eisenberg twas susan eisenberg so maybe my hearing can't be trusted um <laughs> i don't know uh yeah um so I'm making noises. So they go. We go to the villains, and yeah. Lex and Grodd are like. Lex is like, I don't even know what that was for. And Grodd's like, That's because you don't understand magic, Lex, or you don't believe in magic, Lex. And Lex is like, No, 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 I don't understand it, and I'm not used to working with things I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And Grodd's like, That's fine. Just think of this as an exotic power source. And 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 then Lex is like, But you can't use the field generator we're using to cloak this to do what you want. And Grodd's like, Fine, I accept that. And Lex is like, So what? We're going to build one? And Grodd is like, No, we're going to steal one. Uh, but I should also mention in this scene, in this TV show for the Y7s, uh, there's some uncomfortable PDA between Tala mm-hmm. and Grodd. To the yeah. point where I forget who it is, but somebody's like, hey, G- when Giganta gets out of prison, she's not going to be happy about you hanging on her man. Remember, Giganta started life as an ape before she became a, a giant woman. You Was know, it so- Devil Ray? It might have been Devil Ray. Um, Could have been Atomic Skull, too. I don't know. Could, what it, it might. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and Tala's response to that is, that is her problem. <laughs> she is not enough woman for Grodd anyway. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's also, also what I want to mention, <laughs> the fact that uh, Tala uh, 
which she delivers the orb to Grodd. Yeah. She goes, she gets on her knees and presents it to him. And she, uh, does she call him master? She might. Uh, and, and, and to the point of that, Lord Grodd. That's Lord what Grodd. she, um, uh, and kneel the before Grodd. Anyway. And, nice. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> Lex Luthor is even like, Get off your knees, woman. He's <laughs> like, have you no respect or something like that? Yeah. Uh, and she's like, not until my master says so. I was like, this is I. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so, this is this yeah. is some stuff when, we are. When, when Lex Luthor calls you out for debasing yourself. <laughs> yeah, we are finding out more about their personal life than than we might care to. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, she she. Uh, uh, she, you know, is she says that she's doing it or showing him all this respect, uh, because he's the one who freed her from the mirror. That, um, oh, was was it Faust? Uh, Faust, who, who, Felix Faust, Felix her, Faust, who put her in the mirror. mirror. Yeah. yeah, so that's part of her motivation, but yeah. It's a little I I was uncomfortable. I wanted an adult present. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was a little bit like uh, oh it's uh, now Grodd is a sentient being, so I, I wouldn't really call it bestiality, uh, but I would call Tala a furry. I call it bestiality. They're different species. I, well, that's not necessarily. I mean, Patrick, we haven't. Anyway, uh, I was gonna I say mean, I don't know. There's nothing wrong. Well, I mean, I mean if, if he were an elf, you wouldn't call it bestiality. No. And elves and humans are different species, but they're both humanoid. Well, they're both human. Well, I mean, technically, so's Grodd. He's just a gorilla. Are gorillas humanoids? I think so. I think they count. Oh, yeah. It's it's just weird. It's like you know. It's like, <laughs> like, like let's let's just all right. Let's do this. Tala is uh, she's attracted to power. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll bone anybody. So I don't know that she is specifically a monster fucker, but she won't rule it out. Right. Yeah. She's more just open to. She's she's truly pansexual. I was I see I was afraid of saying <laughs> of of using that label to I'm I'm that. actually making a bit of a joke because that's yeah. not what that means. Yeah. Uh, let's call you're it you're on- talking about like you're saying pan as in like the god pan. Or the, no, I'm or, saying or the- I'm saying like pan is in other species, monsters, oh, women, okay. men, envies, <laughs> envy gorillas. I don't know everybody. Well, Pan's not a god, right? Pan, no, is, Pan is a god. Pan, Pan is, is a god. god. Pan yeah. is a god. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what I, when, when I was going to say when I was going to make the same yeah. joke, I was going to be like Pan, as in, as in, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, anyway but, uh, yes, scene is uncomfortable. Yes. Uh, so here's I'm sorry we've yeah. we've wandered down this road and I a must pose road. I must pose down. this question. Yes. Beast Boy. Yes. Would that be bestiality? That that would be Beast Boyality. (laughs) 
All right, then the Beastie Boys. Oh, <laughs> that, uh, would, no, that no, no. would be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe, I mean, no. what you want, Patrick, that would no. be intergalactic, planetary. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, but no. Okay. So back to back to the show. BC boyality. BC boyality. Yeah. Um, uh, so actually, and we got a little out of order. That scene happened before the scene with uh, Ram. Uh, Ramakrishna. Oh, did Ramakrishna, it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that, yeah. Um, and. Now so, we cut to the watchtower because they're still they still have the satellite. We've established correct. that. And uh Bats and Wendy and Soups are sitting there like uh uh yeah, so uh, you want to go get a milkshake? <laughs> uh and then yeah, Dead Man what? takes over Superman. Wait, you gotta back that up because I <laughs> did think this was funny. Okay, right. So the bats, Wendy and Soups are talking about. Okay, now this is over. We should hang out. We never, we never do anything outside of work, and that's Wonder Woman saying that. And I felt yeah. like she was kind of reaching out to. Well, she did. She said Bruce specifically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was like, Nah. <laughs> Let's go buy. She's like, I'm hungry. Let's go grab something to eat. And Bruce is like no bats is like no i'm going home basically yeah. and superman's like oh come on and you can see the disappointment on one d's face she's still trying she's, she's still, still swinging still swinging still swinging and missing bruce is like no uh it's yeah i mean but again we've talked about this you know yeah. bruce don't be a dummy <laughs> don't don't be a dummy uh so clark jumps in yeah <laughs> he's like oh come on no i know this place in metropolis where the shakes are so thick you have to help me yeah <laughs> and wonder was like wow that's a really thick shake. That's a, that's a thick shake. yeah uh now it's interesting because i believe the voice actors for the superheroes still voice them when, when dead man is uh possessing them yeah and they just and they are just doing their dead man impression their best hey what's going on yeah. is um but, but yeah so dead man has possessed superman right at the moment he was in the middle of that sentence uh, yeah uh, and then uh wonder woman is like what's wrong with you and batman immediately recognizes that he's possessed by dead man yeah uh and so uh who in the injustice movie is replaced by dead wing dick grayson uh injustice by the way dark just a hell of a dark Ooh, movie. so dark <laughs> so dark it's so i there were moments when i was like i don't know if i could finish this yeah it this was, is... uh, i i do have some problems with the initial conceit though i do i do have some issues with that that, that that's what drives him over the edge i mean i can understand that's what drives him over the edge i i have some being like and joker did all of this completely undetected oh yeah um i don't know no i don't know i don't know no some <laughs> of this is too big it's too big it's way too big but we'll talk more about that offline so that we don't Perhaps. do any spoilers yes. no because no i do spoilers. have some interests <laughs> yeah 
All right. But uh, basically they're talking and Wonder Woman finally says something weird is going on. All these unaffiliated villains are teaming up. We we have to do something about this. And I forget how they get to it. But in a, a scene that's less complicated than Black Dynamite's figuring out what the plan is. <laughs> and less entertaining. And less entertaining. Uh, they figure out that they're probably going to Gorilla City, and then Deadman's like, Gorilla City! And Batman's like, yeah, it's a... Oh, be- yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Deadman... Was it Deadman? Yeah, who was like, uh, he saw flashes of Africa Yeah, in somebody's head. Right. And, and that was it. And that's where they put together Gorilla City, yeah. 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 Um, so... <laughs> we did get a shout out to Black Hawk Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's again. We have we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen him since Black Hawk Island. <laughs> he's he's been real busy. Yeah, yeah, doing other stuff. You know, because once you go to Black Hawk Island, yeah, you never go back. Yeah, you, you go there. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh. <sighs> anyway anyway back <laughs> yeah. to this so uh batman's like gorilla city they explain gorilla city to dead man they all port down there and there's the shield is up and dead man tries using superman's strength to punch through it batman's like no you dumb dumb <laughs> yeah. go out get in there possess somebody and drop the shield and we'll get in and dead man's like oh ice can do that <laughs> and he uh goes He's- through the shield and then Superman's like, you need to eat it with a spoon. Why am I in Africa? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, Dead Man finds ghosts. What's his name? Uh, Atomic Skull. Atomic Skull. Yeah. Uh, finds the shields, rips it open. Um, and as he's bashing in the thing... Um, Talia, uh, Rod, and Lex Luthor come upon him. Yeah. And oh, I, I forgot, we forgot to say this, but back in the Nanda Parbat attack, uh, Deadman possesses Rampage and tries to hit her, uh, tries to hit everybody. And Talia's like, nope, I can see you. And basically casts some magic that drives him out of Rampage. So yeah. she does the same thing here with Atomic Skull. Yeah, she banishes him from at least, I guess, the room or the building. The building. Like, <laughs> yeah. She tries to destroy him first, and it doesn't work. So then she banishes him from the building. Hmm. Um, and then the villains figure out that the superheroes are here. So, you know, there's everybody's beating away through everything, and uh, Lex and Grodd and Tala are all in this room where you know they're like, oh, we're gonna put this the sphere in this thing, and then uh, and. Lex puts Grodd's helmet on the sphere and is like, all right, Grodd, so now you can control everybody with this carrier wave. And Grodd's like, that's not what I'm doing. Here's this little box. And Lex is like, what is that? And he's and Lex is like, wait, wait, no, that's some sort of weird gene sequencer. And Grodd's like, you're pretty smart for a homo sapien. Click. <laughs> but now, once I press this button, Every man, woman, and child will be turned into gorillas. 
So this wave goes out. Oh, by the way, I think we should do the thing with um, Devil Ray. Yeah. Because uh, Dead Man sees Devil Ray, who's the one who, you know, killed the master. And he sees Wonder Woman nearby. So we go in and possesses. He goes in and possesses Wonder Woman and proceeds to beat the snot out of Devil Ray. Yes. And Devil Ray's like, go ahead, kill me. And Dead Man's like, that's not what he would have wanted. And he takes off. And in what I think is a great line, Wonder Woman is like, <laughs> ask permission next time. <laughs> yes. I think she says consent. Consent. And it's like, yeah. consent is important. Dead yeah. Man. Um, and then he flies off. And then he flies off. And then Grodd does his thing and everybody becomes a gorilla. Now I have a little problem with this because Wonder Woman and Superman both become gorillas. And I'm like, wait a minute. I remember Wonder Woman's origin story. Princess, princess, princess. They made her out of clay. And when she's dry and ready, the villain she will slay. Okay, right. anyway. Uh, that is, of course, is a parody of the dreidel song. Um, so it's weird that she becomes a gorilla because she theoretically does not have that DNA. Right. And it's weird that Superman becomes a gorilla because we don't know what Kryptonians evolved from. Yeah. So now it doesn't appear to diminish their powers or intelligence. They just become gorillas. Can I also say now this is where my favorite line of the episode <laughs> happened. What is it's, it? What is it? As the wave goes past Talia, Tala, uh, and Lex and turns them into gorillas. Lex is a bald gorilla. Nice. And he go he looks at himself and just goes, I should have guessed. Or I should have <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> and I had because I had to stop and rewind it because I was like, wait. Did they? And it's like, yep. I, I was like, that's what he's referring to because he's bald. He's a bald gorilla. <laughs> um, so I have to say he's hairless. He's hairless. He's hairless. Yes. So um, that was funny. Yeah. So basically, Grodd is like, ha you can't stop my plan now. And Tala's like, and we're getting out of here and teleports Grodd and Lex out of there. And then Super Gorilla picks up like the whole, um, Unit unit that all of console, the stuff is in, yeah, console hucks it up into the air and it explodes, and we see little green bubbles fall out. And when we cut back to everybody, they're all human again, yeah. And they're like, We did it, we beat him. And Dead Man's like, That's goods for yous, but the monks and then the parbots is still dead. Mm. Uh, no, oh, wait, there was one important thing that we forgot before that. This is important. Um, at one point. Devil Ray comes in and is about to shoot Bat Gorilla in the back. No, he's about to shoot Wonder Woman. He's about to shoot Wonder Woman in the back. Wonder Gorilla. Isn't oh no, 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 no. Okay, she's, she's human. human. It, you, it hadn't happened yet. Oh, it hadn't happened yet. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Devil Ray is about to shoot Wonder Woman in the back. Uh, Dead Man sees this, goes into Batman's body, grabs a fallen gun, shoots Devil Ray in the chest. And that flings him back into something and he is killed off camera. Yeah. And then Dead Man's like, whoa, I didn't mean to do that. And Batman looks at the gun in his hand and just like makes a noise of complete disgust and tosses it away and breaks it. And Superman's like, Bruce, 
you were possessed. It's not your fault. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, dead man goes and the, the heroes are sort of left to think about what happened. And Ramakrishna's like, oh, Boston, you fucked the pooch on this one. Yeah. And he's and of course, once Boston, uh, dead man's out of the body, nobody can see or hear him. And he's yeah. like, no, let me explain. I didn't mean it. That wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. And Rama's like, intentions are immaterial. The balance and scales are now unbalanced. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh and he's like, and Nanda Parbat still then. She's like, no, no. When the heart of Nanda Parbat was destroyed, all of the all Essence. of the souls <laughs> of the monks were returned. And everybody's still alive, including the master. And the master's like, Boston Brand, you still have work to do. And Dead Man's like, no. <laughs> and then we cut to the Legion of Doom headquarters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Grodd is like, hey, everybody, it didn't work, but all right. And Lex is like, you know, I was going to do this later, but what the fuck, Grodd? <laughs> Turning everybody into gorillas? What was that supposed to accomplish? Have a laser blast to the chest. Yeah. And Tala goes and checks on him, and he's dead. And Lex turns to the other villains, and now this is where I need to... Here we go. Uh, People who appear are... Angle man. I, I I hang on. I, I have to look this up. Apparently he's at one point voiced by Phil Lamar. Okay. Uh he, he which one is Angle Man? Uh is, is he the one with the orange kind of arc on his head? No, I thought that was Yeah, he let's see, he was yeah, he's an unsuccessful criminal who became obsessed with crimes with unbeatable angles. He's a Wonder Woman villain. Uh, uh, he possesses an object known as an angler, which can alter objects and locations according to the holder's wishes, sometimes defying gravity through teleportation. He's got uh, he's got a chin beard. He's dressed in black and okay. yellow, and he's got a big oh. V on his forehead. Like, okay, would- I see. I see him way in the back there next to Killer Frost. Yeah, you would have to you would have to pause the um yeah. You you'd you'd have to pause the the screen to see everybody. So Atomic Skull, Black Mass, Blockbuster, Bloodsport, Cheetah, Cersei, Copperhead, Crowbar, Dr. Cyber, Dr. Polaris, Dr. Spectro, Dummy, <laughs> who is a guy who pretends to be a ventriloquist dummy who was a golden age vigilante villain he's pretty much the opposite of scarface who in batman who is actually a puppet and the mastermind is the puppeteer although he thinks the pup the puppet controls him right that's okay it's jeez. Okay. how did you see all of these people i didn't i had to look this up oh who oh who, yeah. who's in the room i went to wiki it to see who's in the room in the so evil star fastball goldface who we saw in the battle of gorilla city when he was turning gorillas to gold yep yeah. <laughs> and you know Goldface, he's all gold all the time. Does he have a gold face? Yes, he does. Javelin, the key, KG Beast, Lady Lunar, uh, okay. who is the blonde woman who's got with this, a with the moon on her head. By the way, her powers are hypnosis and gravity manip- manipulation. She was affected by the same energy that gave Moon Man his powers. <laughs> moon Man 
had electromagnetic powers and apparently the radiation makes him crazy and you want to commit crimes. Okay. Uh, Livewire, major disaster, Merlin, Monocle, Nightfall, Psycho Pirate, Puzzler, Queen Bee, Shark, Sinestro, Sonar, uh, Star Sapphire, Tattooed Man, Sukuri, Volcana, and Weather Wizard. Wow. Yeah. Like, again, some of these are super deep cuts. Like, Lady Lunar died in Crisis on Infinite Earths and hasn't really come back since then. That's how old and obscure some of these villains are. Jeez. But anyway, after Lex shoots Grodd, he's like, I'm in charge of this operation now, see? And anybody who doesn't like it can get this. And everybody's like, no, it's all right, Lex. You can be in charge. It's fine. And immediately Tala. Tala's like, hey, guess what you get as a, as a prize? It's a little, a little something extra for Big Lex, if you know what I mean. Are you Big Lex? Or for little Lex. Or for little Lex. Uh, yeah. So she's she's immediately like, I just bang whoever's leading the Legion of Doom. Um, and that's that's pretty much the end of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so of course now it's time for plugs. Uh, Patrick, this is going to come out Monday, August eighth. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, nothing. Nothing on the horizon. Um. I do want to plug that uh, the clink tank will be back. Oh, hello. It will. Maybe a new group, maybe new format. I don't know, but we're going to get something's going to happen because uh, I've missed it. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. That we've will, all missed the clink tank. Can I, can I still be in it? You may absolutely still be in it. <laughs> clink link to that yes um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna send out a call and uh coming to you this fall clink tank clink tank uh, all right watch for it we will definitely plug it later on on this yes. this very show uh i am actually gonna go ahead and plug sandman yeah oh. i was i figured you would that's why Ooh. i didn't oh boy oberto uh that is uh it's a hell of a show folks uh the cast is great the special effects are great like all of the shit they do is is like there there's a scene where matthew the raven needs to get from the dream world to earth and he flies up into what looks like uh a a copy of the ceiling of the sistine chapel where there's angels and clouds and people and he flies into it and then all of a sudden it becomes real sky and it's like that little uh, uh anyway i so <laughs> it is um it's on netflix yeah it's uh it adapted from or and still written by neil gaiman right i don't know if he's writing every episode but he was certainly like if he wasn't the showrunner he was something close okay um and i just happened upon uh i turned on my netflix late last night just to as i was getting ready to go to sleep and saw the trailer or the little um like featured advert because it really didn't play a trailer it just it kind of just gave like this little very uh kind of beautiful picture yeah and i was like huh what is this and i was like sandman 
Neil Gaiman, that sounds so familiar. And so I started the first episode and I think I stayed up and watched three um, starting at like one in the morning and then woke up this morning and watched three more. Which was actually why I was late starting to watch oh, this, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these it, episodes. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a really good show. Yeah, and really, it's a really it's a great show. Really, really good. Super, show. super strong cast. Yeah. Um, just everybody is just fucking phenomenal in their parts. Uh, the writing's great. The stuff they are changing from the comics, um, seems to be pretty good. Uh, they have gone full in on hey maybe this shouldn't all just be white people let's cast some people of color in yeah. in major parts yeah it's yeah not just the as i've i've also been watching a lot of um old shows or, or, yeah. or th- things that you know and or things that at one time considered i guess considered themselves being diverse yeah. by no one of color having a really speaking part but being around in the background yeah and uh i'm being completely sarcastic there please understand Mm -hmm. um but no this was like uh just it's done right like where it's not it it's not heavy-handed it's not like look what we're doing it's just like this is the fucking world yeah okay hey (laughs) this is the world sometimes people are black yeah, sometimes people are Indian. Sometimes yeah, people so are. <laughs> that's Asian. just what it is. Yeah, that's just what happened. So, um, and just also inclusive as far as queer and oh my uh, god, uh, yeah, just it's a great fucking show. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Now, a word of caution. It is not for the faint of heart or easily triggered. I do not say that to be derogatory, but this show is also fully in on some really disturbing themes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is dark. Yeah, it is dark. It's dark. Now, they're not all dark. There are definitely some lighter episodes. Yes. Uh, but and that's the other thing, too, which I think makes it really good is it's well balanced. Yeah. Like. For for the darkness, for uh, the darks, darker scenes, there are definitely lighter scenes. For yeah. the very dramatic scenes, there are also very humorous scenes. It's like yeah. you know, it's just well done. Yeah, it, it's it's super well done. I also have to say that hey, guess what? There was a lot of controversy with gender swapping some people. Um, the the two top people that I could think of are Lucy Lucifer. And- well yes lucifer oh my god gwendolyn christie (laughs) gwendolyn christie is lucifer gives you the impression that she is one second away from snapping her fingers and reigniting the war between heaven and hell Mm -hmm. like she and she is so good as lucifer that i really hope we get to season of mists i really really do um because this first season seems to be preludes and nocturnes in the doll's house. And that means we could theoretically get to season of mists next season. And I am just, I am all in on that. Um, season of mists is my, is my favorite Sandman story arc. Oh. Um, okay. You were saying that the, the, the other two, uh, Lucian and Constantine. 
right? Oh, okay. The woman who plays Lucienne, the librarian, I fucking love her. Yep. She is so good. She is so good as just sort of, she's, it's a little Jeeves and Wooster, just a little bit, and she is just the perfect amount of Jeeves. Mm-hmm. Just the perfect, just the perfect, I couldn't advise it, sir. Just a, like yeah, she yeah. is, she is so good. Like everybody <laughs> on this cast is good, but she's good. And the decision to make John Constantine, Johanna Constantine. Now, one of the things this series has done, one of the big adaptation things, is they have pulled a lot of the DC comic stuff out of it. Yeah. Um, because the first like few graphic novels, Neil Gaiman is all about DC deep cuts and working this in here and working that in there and working another thing. And they took all that out. Mostly like John D is still John D, but they don't call him Dr. Destiny. They don't mention the justice league, like all of this stuff. Now I think it was actually a smart decision to make her Johanna Constantine because John Constantine, the foul mouthed blonde British guy already exists in Arrowverse continuity. Yeah. And it would just be copying him. And the woman who I can't remember her name, they have gotten gotten to play Johanna Constantine is fucking pitch perfect. Oh, and she was uh, one of the companions for uh, one of who? the Who's. Yeah, one of the Doctor Who companions. Yeah, I think she was Matt Smith's last companion. Last comp- okay, I didn't. I'm not up on Doctor Who. I like Doctor Who's fine. I just don't like. I got other places I could spend my time. Uh, but again, I love her as mm-hmm. Johanna Constantine. In fact, as little spoiler both incarnations of Johanna Constantine. What do I mean? You'll have to watch to see. (laughs) Uh, And what they have done now is given, you know, given old Johnny Connie's reputation, uh, there is now a great deal of sexual tension between her and Morpheus. Mm -hmm. Like you could cut that shit. You could cut it and serve it up to people. Um, and I believe she is going to replace a character that we meet later on uh, in a game of you, which would have been book five, which looks like now might be season three that maybe um, I believe she is going to replace uh, a character, but we'll see if I'm right on that theory. Um, but one of the things we do learn about Morpheus is uh, don't be his girlfriend. <laughs> Like, I, ha- I haven't gotten there yet, I think. Oh, no, you did. I did. <laughs> Remember when they went They went through hell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Don't be Morpheus's girlfriend. Bad idea. Yeah. Bad idea. Guy cannot handle breakups. <laughs> um, But I, I, I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out. I'm interested to see how a lot of things play out because one of the arcs, they have set up something with, I think a character you haven't met yet, so I'm not going to spoil it, but one of the arcs that they have set up now, one of the most important things to the ultimate storyline 
uh, was so deeply involved in DC deep cuts and they have basically taken all of that out. And um, if you know the books, they have replaced Brute and Glob with someone and Patrick, oh my God, I don't want to spoil it, but there is a scene coming up with a character who is literally like in one episode and it's just chef's kiss chef's kiss well there's Salt been, Bay. there's been a lot there's been a lot of those or a lot of chef's kiss scenes so far yeah um like i well, said the one the one i just watched and i'm hoping maybe more comes of it um uh, but hobgadling shows up again but way later okay like he's Probably not going to be around for a couple of seasons. Okay. Um, I, I think, unless they change things. I don't know. Uh, but like oh, the entire death half of that episode, mm-hmm. the entire, the, the sound of her wings portion. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, that just, yeah. Like uh, I, I mean, Patrick, you know, and I'm not going to tell you, audience, because it's 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 um, it's a sad it's it's a sad and stressful story that looks like it's it's gotten to a happy point. Uh, But, you know, Allison and I have had cause to talk about death a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And I turned to her after that episode and I was like. If anybody comes for me, I hope it's her. (laughs) And Allison was like. Oh yeah! Oh yeah. oh yeah. yeah! Absolutely. It was one of the best death representations I've ever seen. It, it's death has been actually widely lauded. His <laughs> his version of death has been, and she had a couple of spinoff comics. Okay. Yeah, she had a couple. Uh, death, the high cost of living, and death, the time of your life. Um. And actually, I think there there are more which is collected. Uh, there's a collected edition which I'm I'm going to try to buy because, uh, yeah, death is uh, Neil Gaiman's death is is great to the point, in fact, where they stole her. Sort of, she she kind of shows up in a Marvel comic. Okay. Uh, at one point, I forget I forget the context and I forget who she's talking to, but I think I think it's a Hulk comic or whatever, and she's like talking to somebody. And then you see like the white arm because she's white in the comics. You see the white arm come in and you see a little bit of the 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 shirt and the hair. And and then she's like, yeah. And oh, God, I hope Thanos doesn't come. I hate that guy. He's creepy. And then <laughs> and she she fucks off. But um, yeah, uh, folks, just watch the watch the series. Yeah. Be prepared for some dark stuff, but watch the series. Yeah. Yeah. And with that. <laughs> with that 15 minute plug for something that probably does not need our help no. <laughs> but you heard it here folks you heard it first here, folks. folks um we hope you enjoyed the episode we do we hope you're having a good day ah uh, we do and we'll see you next time goodbye bye <laughs>